Hey y'all, welcome to the Three Dog Podcast. Today we're working hip openers and we're starting in down dog. Set your gaze between your feet, bend your knees, send your hip creases up and back. Plant down through your thumb and first finger knuckle in each hand. Have a breath in through your nose. that you let out through your mouth. At the end of the breath, pause. Let your next breath in. And as you do, turn your right toes out to about a 45 degree angle. Bend your left knee and press your right hip up and back. Breath in and out, comb through anything that's there. And then we'll come back to center and feet parallel. And the other side, you'll turn your left toes out to about 45 degrees, bend your right knee. Breathe combing out any little tangles or knots. And we'll come back to center, down dog, feet parallel. So everyone knows Gibson is trying to send you kisses through the microphone. Um, he misses y'all. Have a breath in. You'll look forward between your hands, and as you breathe out, walk forward. Take ragdoll. For this one, forearms to your thighs. We're going to take a squat back on the inhale. So you lift your chest, drop your hips, and then exhale, bow forward. And a few of those moving chest up in space on your inhale. And then releasing into the fold with your exhale. Breathe in. Lift your chest. Drop your hips. Breathe out. Lift your hips. Drop your head. One more round through. Release your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. They don't have to touch, but close at center. Press into your feet, come up to standing. Have a few shoulder shrugs. And hands to your hips. You're gonna take knee circles, so you'll pick up your right leg and circle the knee from center line outward. Then pick up your left leg, circle the leg from center to outward. So it's like you're doing a um, Monty Python silly walk, but rotating your leg bone in the hip joint. One more round on each side. And then we're gonna go the other way. You'll take right knee out to the side, circle it in toward the left, the left knee out. So again, take your very strange march. 
warming up through hip muscles and action we call circumduction. More. Once you balance each side, press your feet down, get steady. Inhale, lift your chest, lift your arms. And when you exhale, bow forward, bend at your knees. Send your hips back and let your head go. When you breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet a bit apart and then step your right foot back into a low lunge. We're gonna stay here, inhale, straighten your front leg as far as yours goes, comfortably. And then exhale into the lunge, bring your back knee almost to the mat or you could touch it down lightly. Inhale, you straighten. Exhale, you bend. Inhale, you straighten. And exhale, bend. One more time. Back knee down lightly. On your inhale, lift your chest. And your arms can reach overhead. They can reach to cactus. When you exhale, hands to your mat. You're gonna step back to hands and knees. We're gonna lower slowly to the floor. And take cobra. Inhale, coming up, slide your shoulder blades down your back. Exhale, release again to the floor. We'll take twisting cobra to your right. Look over your right shoulder. Send your left shoulder forward, right shoulder back. Back down slow. Over the left shoulder, twist, down slow. When you get back to the floor, press into the floor, hands and knees to down dog. Breathe all the way out. And you'll step your right foot forward. Back heel stays lifted, you have a high lunge. Left knee is bent. And then you're gonna bend and straighten Straight up and down in the lunge. Two, three. On four, stay low. Lift up through your fingertips or broaden through your chest if you've got cactus. Then exhale, hands to your mat in front. Step your back foot up. Left foot and right foot come together toward center. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold down. Press your feet down, reach up to standing mountain pose. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet about hip distance apart. And then you'll step your left foot back. The low lunge, we say. With your inhale, straighten your front knee. And with your exhale, bend into it. And breathe in. And straighten. And breathe out to bend. 
few more rounds. And then you'll bring your back knee down lightly to the floor. It could hover if you prefer. Press into your feet, come up, kneeling crescent, anjanyasana. You reach or you take cactus arms. Then hands to your mat. You step back again, the hands and knees all the way to the floor. Take cobra, peel up at center. And then release down slowly. Cobra twist to the left. Look over your left shoulder, right shoulder goes forward, left shoulder goes back. And release slow. And other side. And release slow when you get to the mat. Press your hands down, pull your abdominals in to your knees, to your toes. To down dog. Then you'll step your left foot forward. Press down into your feet. Come up to standing. You're in a high lunge. Back knee's a little bent. Bend and straighten. Four. Three. Stay low. Lift your chest, spread out, reach up, and then exhale, hands to your mat. Step your back foot up, feet together. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. Like a lunging salutation. On your inhale, reach up. Mountain pose. And as you exhale, bow forward. When you inhale, lift halfway. Walk your feet apart. Right leg back, low lunge, knee down or hovering. Reach up with your inhale, low lunge, Adonyasa. Hands to your mat this time to low push up, Chaturanga. If you prefer a cobra, go for it. Breathe in for upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. You'll step your right foot forward. High lunge, press into your feet, reach up. Then exhale, bring your hands to the front of your mat on fingertips, step the left foot up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up to standing. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway. Walk your feet a bit apart. And left leg back, knee down or almost down, reach up, low lunge, and then hands to your mat, step back, breathe out, low push up, breathe in, up dog, breathe out, down dog. <laughs> 
left foot forward. Plant your feet to reach up, high lunge. Exhale your fingertips towards the front of your mat. Press into your left foot, step up. Feet together, breathe in. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. Move on to sun A. Bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Press down into your hands. On your next inhale, tighten your right leg and take it up behind you, three-legged dog. Bend your right knee, let your hip turn open toward the right. Drop your left heel down as far as it's going to go. Keep that grounding action of the left heel as you make some circles of the leg clockwise and counterclockwise. Breath in. When you exhale, come to center knee to your nose and step into a low lunge. Reach up into crescent. Pause here. And bring your hands to your hips and find your hip points, the, the front of your pelvis, the two bony structures that are right in front on the sides. Bend your back knee and draw hip points in just so that your tailbone points straight down, hips feel level. You know, lift your rib cage up and away from your hips, feeling the stretch across the front of your left thigh, left hip, maybe abdominals too. You could reach up, check in with your neck, be sure there's no constriction there. If you're reaching up or you're going through cactus arms, chest wide, so maybe arms a little wider. Out through your pinky and ring finger tip, you reach from your back foot all the way up through your hands. And then on your exhale, hands to your mat. Step back, low push-up or down dog. If you need a breath, down dog or child's pose. Up dog with your breath in. Down dog with your breath out. And on your inhale, squeeze your left leg tight. Take it up behind you slowly. Press your right heel down. Bend your left knee. Make some circles of the leg. The breath in, lift your knee up. And as you breathe out, bring your knee in towards your chest. Take a big step into a little lunge. We'll reach up to crescent. 
and bring hands to hips. And again, you're gonna bend your back knee, draw your abdominals in so that you can bring your hip points in so that your pelvis sits level, as level as you can get it toward that standing post position rather than tipped forward. Doing that in order to lengthen your low back as well as lengthen the front of the right hip so that when you lift your rib cage up and away from your hips, you get the stretch across the right hip flexor, front of the right thigh. Lift chest up and back. You might take your arms up. If you do, you could take your gaze up, kind of like you were looking up into the winter sun where it's warm on your face and it's enjoyable. If it feels more like you're at an air show or a Sistine Chapel looking at the ceiling, level out. Lift your heart instead of your chin. Up to your pinky fingertip, ring fingertip. And then hands to your mouth. Low push up or down dog, depending on how much breath you have. Good breath in for up dog. And down dog. Breathe all the way out. Breath in. And empty. You know, walk your feet together. Toes touch at the back of the down dog. Press your hands down, bend your knees, send your hips up. You know, once again, tighten your right leg, take it up behind you. Let your hip open, keep the leg straight. You send the outer edge of your right foot up toward the ceiling as you drop your left heel down. One more breath in, take the leg up. When you exhale, bring your knee in toward your chest, then rock forward. Step up as close to that spot between your thumbs as you can. Back foot flat, you're on one line as you come up and around warrior two. Take a moment to bring your hands to your hips again. Press down into your back foot, squeeze your back leg. And notice if the left hip feels higher than the right. If so, more squeeze the back leg, more pull in your right heel. Sitting into your front thigh, be sure your knee it's directly over your ankle. You might want to look at that. Once you've checked it, make sure it's there. Get an imprint of how it feels. Then take your arms outstretched, your gaze to your front hand. Keep the imprint of how it feels to be grounded in your feet, knee over the ankle. You keep your gaze straight ahead. Breath in. Breath out. When you inhale, reverse warrior, reach up through the right arm, long through the right side body. Side angle pose, your forearm to the inside of your right leg. And your left hand could be at your hip, you could reach overhead. A lot of options for the left arm, just give it something good to do. Focus in on pressing your right arm into your right leg and your right leg back into the arm. Breath in and breath out. 
And then when you inhale, reverse warrior again, lift up. As you exhale, cartwheel your hands down. Might be to low push up, might be to down dog. Inhale. Exhale, we meet up and down dog. And pause. Walk your feet together. And on the inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you. Drop your right heel down, squeeze your left leg tightly and let the hip open with a straight leg. Send your breath through anything that needs it. Comb it out. Let your exhale strengthen through your abdominals. You support the upper leg more. Next exhale, you're going to bring your knee in towards your chest. Look forward between your hands. Step as close as you can to that space right between your thumbs. Back foot flat. You come up and around. Warrior two. Again, hands to hips. And feel for the level. Is the right hip a little higher? Is it a lot higher? If it's higher... Press into your back foot, squeeze the back leg, and pull into your front heel. You can do that anyway, even if it feels pretty level. But the idea is you don't need to force it to be level. What that right hip hike would be telling you is that the back leg could engage more, or that the front knee could go forward more. If the stance feels too tight for that, walk longer. And Deepen into your front knee, keep it over your ankle. It's pointing the same direction as your second toe. Once you've observed that, feel it. Press your feet down, get the sensation in your body, then raise your arms. And set your gaze to your front hand. Breath in and out. With an inhale, reverse, then side angle pose, your forearm to your front thigh inside. You can reach long with your upper arm and keep the hand at your hip. Focus in on front leg, pressing the arm, arm pressing the leg. Breath in. Sit low with your breath out. Breath out. With your inhale, reach up. And with your exhale, cartwheel down. Low push up or down dog. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Have a breath in. Let it go. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold forward. 
Next, inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. And then a twist. Bring your hands to your heart. Left elbow to your right knee. Inhale, your arms open. And that could be one arm, could be uh, just a lower arm or just the upper arm. Take a moment to drop your hips and slide your chest up. That could mean that you draw your wrist up toward your thigh. So the chest lifts and the hips drop. You have more space to rotate when your rib cage is higher than your hips. Breath in, press your right leg into the left arm so that the leg and arm make strong connection to support the twist. Breath in. When you exhale, bow forward to heel your feet out wide. Padangasasana. Take your peace fingers to your big toes. Inhale to lift halfway. And exhale to fold down. Let your head drop. Let your face soften. And breathe. your hands, walk your feet together. You may have to navigate a dog between your feet. If you do, take your time. Now Ukatasana. And then twist. Take your right elbow outside your left thigh. And twist. And again, you can open your arms. Particularly nice to open your lower arm and then lift your chest if you feel like you could use some more lightness or your rib cage could go higher to alleviate tension in your twist. Sit your hips back and down. Draw your heart up and forward. Use your left arm into your right leg, your right leg into your left arm. Your breath. And exhale, release slowly down, fold forward, walk your feet apart, parahastasana, hands underneath your feet, if that feels good to you. Inhale, lift halfway, exhale, fold down. So for some of us, it's going to feel real good to stand in the cup of our hand and use the big toe ball to massage the uh, thumb, knuckle, or the textus maximus muscle. But for some of us, it's not going to feel good to put the hands under the feet at all. And if that's true for you, you take your hands behind your calf muscles and just use your hands to press gently in there. And being able to get your hands under your feet, you know, sometimes it has to do with your leg flexibility. Sometimes it has to do with body geometry, like how long are your legs compared to your torso, compared to your arms. If you have a long torso, 
it's going to be easier to get your hands underneath your feet. If you have long legs, it's going to be harder to get your hands underneath your feet. And that has nothing to do with something you can train. So notice, does it feel good to you? If it does, then you're right about that. Stay. If it doesn't feel good to you, you're right about that. Change. And the shapes of the poses are often based on our geometry. How long are your limbs? How long is your spine? How muscular are you? Things that we, we're not going to change the, the shape of, of our body, and we're all really different, in, in case you haven't noticed. That's part of the beauty of life. If something works for you, you're going to feel it, you go with it. Take it to whatever degree still feels good. may be a degree of challenge, but it won't be suffering. It won't be struggle. Slowly release your hands. Walk your feet together. Crouch down for crow pose. Plant your hands. Bend your elbows out to the sides, knees to your upper arms. Squeeze your knees and use your inner thigh muscles. You might pick up your feet. You could choose to stay with the legs on the arms and the feet on the floor. If you like jumping back from crow, or you want to try jumping back from crow, pull your heart forward, send your feet back. You make your way to down dog, and once you get there, all of that's done. Let it be done. On your inhale, you'll take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. Then take a big step to the outside of your right hand. A low lunge, back knee comes down. You can pat it if you'd like to. Turn your right toes out to about the 45 degree angle. You're going to pull into the right heel. That should give some uh, extra sensation there. Keep that. You could come down to your forearms on the floor. You can stay up on your fingertips. If you've got blocks, that's great too. Keep the idea of the right heel pulling into the floor as you let the right leg rotate out to the side. So it becomes like a, a butterfly leg, not like a leg of a the insect, but the, uh, the butterfly pose. And then if all is well there, if that feels good, stay. Check in with your ankle though. Be sure that the bend that's happening, it's a rotation of the hip, not a roll of the ankle. Your foot stays flexed, ankle stays aligned. You can bring your right hand to your right thigh. And you know, press your hand into your thigh, your thigh into your hand to rotate. So whenever we're working 
hand to leg or arm to leg, there's always that press back with the leg itself. We don't want to push the leg out to the side as much as we want to engage with the leg to rotate in the twist. And if that feels good, keep pulling into your right heel, bend your back knee. When you look over your right shoulder, if you see your foot there, you may want to catch it. You may want to catch it, but it doesn't want to be caught. If it doesn't want to be caught, leave it alone. It's like dating. It's like play hard to get. Don't follow. If you catch easily and you want to work more hip flexor, hug your heel in toward your bum. That makes me want to cry a little bit, but the good kind of cry. If you want to work more chest opening, more shoulder opening, kick your foot back into your hand. And that's going to make things more broad across your chest. Keep pressing into the standing hand for sure so that you get the most amount of space with the stability of the left shoulder. Have a breath in. And then when you exhale, unwind slowly. Slowly, keyword there. Walk your right foot in and across your mat into pigeon. And so pigeon, it's again one of those that's gonna really depend on the way your knee is put together. Things that aren't gonna change. Your right thigh is gonna be parallel with the right edge of your mat, left thigh parallel with the left edge of your mat. Your shin bone can be angled any way that suits your knee. Your right foot stays flexed. If you can't find a way that this works for your knee, you can come over onto your back and do the reclined pigeon stretch, the figure four. Everything's all right for your knee. Make sure that your right hip is grounded, either the floor or a block. And if it, if it won't ground down and you don't have those tools, then just stay up on your hands, let your hands ground you. If you feel pretty set, you come down over your front shin onto your forearms, maybe your forehead. If there's some other variations you want to work, go for it. Places to check in with here, your ankle, your knee, your sacroiliac joint where your hip and your spine meet. Those joints feel all right if there's no if sensation bothering those places, but there's a, a lot of work going on in your hip, you're in the right place. To activate the pigeon, the forward pigeon, press your right shin bone down into the floor, squeeze your back leg. You don't have to activate it. Technically, you don't have to do anything. But it will help to press the shin bone down, to press the back foot down. It makes the pose more stable and more effective. One more breath here. And when you inhale, you're going to walk yourself up to your hands. 
turn your back toes under, take your time, lift your back leg, then your hips, then your front leg, and come back to down dog. Pause and feel both sides of your body. Taking your time coming out of pigeon, getting your hips up off the floor, it's an important point because we've spent a little bit of time opening those muscles or a lot of time. We don't want to rush out and cause those muscles to contract real tight, real fast. Probably just stating the obvious there, but in case. On your next inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you, squeeze it tight. When you exhale, step to the outside of your left hand. Back knee down. And you're gonna turn your left toes out to the diagonal. Pull into your left heel. Feel what that does for the pose. Try to get an imprint of that, a memory in your body of, of that sensation of stability and strength. It's a lot of work and our body will try to, to stop doing it as we, as we layer on to this. Once you have it, you know it. You can come down to your forearms and stand your hands. You can use some blocks. If everything feels good. You let the leg rotate from the hip like butterfly. The right or the left foot may peel up off the floor. It might not, right? Just again, this so depends on how your bones are put together. And there's nothing we want to change about how your bones are put together. You check in with your ankle, be sure it's neutrally aligned, not bending there. Make sure your knee feels steady, stable. If it feels like it's being pulled on, it's not lying to you, it is being pulled on. And so you change the foot position, the leg position until your knee feels stable. And then we'll take the twist, your left hand to your left thigh. Rotate your, press your hand into your leg and your leg back into your hand. And the idea isn't to push your leg out to the side, it's to have the hand and the leg making contact to rotate your torso. You want the leg to stay pretty stable. Keep pulling into the left heel. Then you bend your back knee. If you see your foot, reach for it and it's easy to catch, do it. If it's suffering and struggling and just trying to put yourself into some shape, notice that. And just ask the question, why do I need to be in that particular position? And if you have a good reason, okay. Probably there is no reason to struggle or suffer. There's enough of that going on. You bend your heel knee so that your heel comes in toward your sitting bone for hip flexor opening. Or you kick your foot back into your hand to broaden out across your chest. Either way, you're going to press down into your right hand or forearm on the floor. 
create stability so that more opening can happen. Have a breath. And then you'll unwind slowly. Again, that's the key word. That was a big stretch, the body. We don't want to shake things up or, or move too fast after that. You know, walk your left foot across your mat into pigeon. And again, check with the thigh bones. Be sure they're parallel so that your left knee points straight forward. And then the shin bone can be at any angle that it wants to be. And it can be totally different than the other side. My right leg will do a right angle. My left knee will barely have any angle. You might have the exact opposite. You may have both legs doing the same thing. But the key is, how does your knee feel? Right, where does your shin bone want to be in this pose? Can you ground your left thigh? If it's hovering way high above the mat, put something underneath it or stay up on your hands. Otherwise, you come down to your forearms, your forehead. And if you're staying on your hands, it's okay to use your arms to support you. If you're coming down into the pose, folding forward, let your arms move out in a way that lets your chest drop. And your arms don't push the floor. Instead, they sink. Your upper body sinks. But your legs stay. Press your leg bones down into the floor. Your back foot presses down. Your left shin bone presses down. Full breath in and out. And this is one of the poses that if it feels good, you know. If there's some degree of, of good work going on, you know you're making a difference. But it's not struggle and it's not fight. There's no suffering involved. More breath here. Then you'll walk up to your hands, press them down, get really solid there, turn your back toes under, get really solid in your back foot and squeeze your back leg. You press into your hands, float your left leg back, letting it stay relatively quiet so that you feel what just happened. Down dog, have breath in and out. And you look through your hands, walk or crawl to seated, come down onto your back. Three choices here for inner thigh opening. Supta Baddha Konasana, happy baby, or take happy baby into upturned angle pose, which is straightening your legs out to the sides like straddle depending on the, the space available. 
one of those may work better than the others. And if you prefer some other type of straddle, that's absolutely great too. Take three breaths here. As you're ready, you make your way to rest in Shavasana. If you prefer a little more hip opening time, stick with Supta Baddha Konasana for your rest. And of course, if you want to keep practicing, you can continue on. When you're ready to rest, you let your body drop down heavy to the floor. Your eyes close, your face soften. And you let there be peace in your body, in your mind, in your heart. And take the time to practice it. Got in touch with a friend I used to work with yesterday for the first time in a long time. And we uh, used to work together in politics. <laughs> and he had some very different views from me. You might imagine what those are. The friends are friends. And when I asked him how he was, he said that he and his loved ones were well. But he wished that there were more peace in this world as probably we all do. And we talked a little more and the peace really begins with each of us. So we have this practice of Shavasana, this practice of yoga. Much less a start that process, the peace process starts with each one of us, with you here now. So you practice creating peace in your body, your heart, your mind. You can stay here as long as you like. Continue on, on Shavasana or any more practicing that you'd like to do. When you are ready to move on with your day, and if you have about 45 minutes, now's about the time. Make your way to a comfortable side, moving slowly, peacefully. Bring your hands to your heart as you come to seated. Sitting with acknowledgement of the goodness of your heart, the goodness of being. 
and let your heart lift at that awareness. Bring thumbs to forehead center. The acknowledgement and the goodness of our mind and the peace that we can create there. As well as the peace that we can extend to each other. So we offer each other. Namaste.